Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, once again, you're listening to Free on the Inside. I'm your host, Minister Joy. Love to hear our brother, Mr. Daniel, that our co-host is on the line here. We're at Dallas Life Foundation today as uh, a uh, shelter for men, women, and families. We're doing our annual lunches. Feeding other multitudes is what we're doing today. We want to thank God for this opportunity. We've been doing this a number of years. But I'm always, always, always excited about what God is doing. You know, as we put together programs like this, you always run into little bitty incidents. But so what? So what? Life is like that. So I, I kind of enjoy to just be able to do these things. But we got a number of volunteers that's coming out today, and we're going to bring them on as time permits and let them uh, uh, share uh, their job being down here. And uh, also, we have a great menu today. The ladies are in the back preparing the food. Lunch is going to be served in about uh, 10.30, uh, from 10.30 to 1. As long as we have some food to serve, as long as people are available, they will be able to come on out and enjoy what we're doing. We're located in the Dallas area here near downtown at Katy Street, at 1100 Katy Street. near downtown Dallas, if you're familiar with that area. It's a beautiful facility. And we're here in the uh, in the uh, lunchroom slash uh, office area, and so we are uh, gonna just enjoy this here. We're gonna bring our uh, brother Daniel on here, and he's gonna say a few words, and, and I'll be back with you shortly. Good morning, brother Daniel. Hey, good, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Reverend Lewis. Well, How you doing today? I'm doing great, brother. It's a joy to be here, brother. I am so glad. You know, to uh, be able to experience this, man. Because at one time, man, I was messed up on the floor, and someone reached out to me and they said that when you are restored, you're the strength of your brother. And we never know what form of restoring that is, but we we count it a joy to be in uh, to allow God to continue to work with us. Amen, amen, brother. And uh, I know that you, what you're doing, you know, and, and I know that God is looking on you and He's He's real proud of you and what you're doing today because there's a lot of people that really want to do what you're doing, but they're not really, they don't know what it takes to go about doing these things in order to do it. You know, and uh, maybe you can inform some of the people what are some of the steps it took you in order for you to be put in this position? Man, it takes me to kind of go through some things. At one time, I was hungry. One time I was jobless. At one time I didn't, didn't know anything about God. But God had grace and mercy on me, and he sent people in my life to encourage me to build out my father's business. He encouraged me to uh, uh, to never give up on him. And, you know, as I'm, I come down here, Brother Rick, I lived down here for uh, for about two days. And so when mm-hmm. I left, you know, this is a great facility to kind of be restored, man. I admire any man, woman. A child that's willing to stay down here, man, and allow God to use them. I admire them, mm-hmm. man, for uh, allowing uh, that. I tell you what, Brother Daniel, why don't you go ahead and, and, and take over the conversation for a minute, and I'll be right back. I'm going to get up some guests, okay? Amen. Okay, right, now. Right here, and I'll be back to all right, all right. Oh, yeah. As I told the listeners today, I really admire our uh, Reverend Lewis, what he's doing because um, I have known him for years, and basically, from what I see, I see it's like a never endless mission that he does from the time he gets off to work to the time he goes to sleep at night. Because 
basically almost every day he's into something for for the Lord and for the people that he's serving. And that's the main spot. God puts you in the position to be a servant. You have to learn how to serve people before you could take yourself up and say you know how to do things. You have to be putting yourself in, in a position of being a servant. And that's in everything you do, even in your church or, this, or any ministry position that you're doing. You have to learn how to serve serve. And a lot of people nowadays, they don't want to serve. You know, they want to give orders or they want to tell people what to do and then they get offended when most times people telling you something that really they know from personal experience that you have to learn how to basically it's like you turn yourself down and humbling yourself. You got to learn how to humble yourself because you know as he said, he's been in that position before. He's been living on the street. You know, just kind of like my personal testimony with Reverend Lewis. You know, we grew up in South Dallas. You know, I was kind of older than he was, and I was kind of, you know, going off to school, and I was seeing a lot of things. And they were still left around here in Dallas, and, and you know, back in the early 70s and 80s, uh, Dallas was put into this position that uh, it was an influx of drugs in the Dallas Fort Worth area. And a lot of people in our community and a lot of neighbors and a lot of friends, they got caught up in this movement of drugs. You know, we all did. We started off really, you know, experimenting with it, you know. We didn't really know what it was doing to us because we thought we were having fun, <laughs> you know. We all thought we were having fun, and uh, we're young, and, you know, man, I can always do it, you know, and do it and come out. And one day I came home from college, and basically I had, just I was just basically burnt out on all those things that I was trying to do because a lot of things I was doing I was trying to do on my own accord and I wasn't using God's power in order to do what I wanted to do. I thought I could all do it by myself and I didn't need the help of God. So basically what God did to me, he showed me because basically he broke me down and everything I tried to do, I basically failed in it because I didn't have him first. I didn't put him first. So I came back to Dallas, South Dallas, and Reverend Lewis and you know my rest of my friends, um, a lot of them, you know, some of them right now are on the street, they're homeless people, and, you know, and we all were like, a, I can say like we had the first gang or whatever. We had something like a little community gang. We all hang around each other early in the mornings, famous, I would say, uh, Sunday, Sunday mornings. You know, we all wake up. Instead of us really want to go to church, we wake up 12 o'clock and want to go by the brewery and get ready to 
to, to listen, uh, watch the Dallas Cowboys play football on Sundays. <laughs> you know, and we, like I said before, we were young. We were around Mary and I early 20s, you know, and and Reverend Lewis around by, he was around about 18 years old, 18, 19 years old. And this went on for about three years, three, four years. Every morning, every Saturday, Sunday morning, we getting around, walking around, walking around in a day. Just really know where to go. Then one day, I I kept noticing something was kind of happening to him, you know. It really hurt me because deep inside, I had that kind of discernment that I can look at people and I can feel it. Well, I think he's going through something. <laughs> You know, it's something, it's something taking over, you know, this man. And as it went on, he got married and he he was um, having marital problems and stuff like that. And it was going on. And and then one day I seen him right here on the street called uh, Live Oak over here. Well, all these uh, people from foreign countries staying in these little Sheds and little apartments look like little subleasing apartments. Everybody's stacked on top of each other, you know. And I went over there one day. I think, man, what you doing living over in something like this? Oh, man, I can't hear myself. I can't hear myself. And at the time, I didn't really know the scripture really well enough like I do now, and I really didn't know that God puts you in, in position to really to witness to people and help people. So at the time when I was doing this, I was basically, I was like a codependent. I put it like this. He asked me for some money, I gave him some money. And so the next day, the next part, next part of the week, I come back again, he say, ring, ring. And I said, man, what you doing? I ain't know what to tell him. So I kept, I kept looking at some of the you know, different situations he was in. But like I'm saying before, God had his hand. God had his hand on him. Even then, God had his hand on Reverend Lewis. He had his hand on him. He protected him. He protected him even when he was then seeing his sin. He protected him because he knew he had him for a purpose. And one day I was going to use him to do his will. So... As I went on doing, the, you know, two, two or three more years, I kept, you know, looking around. I keep hearing a lot of bad reports. You know how people talk sometimes. Everybody, all your friends, they used to know you when you was doing real well. And then all of a sudden, when they hear a negative report from you, everybody get on the bandwagon. Oh, man, I could have told you he wasn't nothing, man. You know, and I said, man, what's up, man? What you talking about? Yeah, man. Yeah. And at the same time, I said, man, I got to see for myself, man. So I went back again. I found him again. And to lo and behold, I looked, man. Rem Lewis was a picture of a disparity, man. He looked he looked bad, man. Well, Jody, man, was going through some situations that I think a lot of people in this life shouldn't go through, but they do go through. And a lot of people that we see down at this mission down now, I think a lot of them start the same way, too. They start off being productive people. Some of them are very intelligent. Some of them even go to school. Some of them used to have good jobs. Some of them have married families. Some of them even have homes. 
But in some situations they go through, the enemy steps in their lives, and basically it destroys them and it cuts them down. Some of them have been to prison. Some of them have been, in, you know, in trouble with the law. And basically, when you get on this street cycle, it's a cycle. It starts off, and then before you look around, five years have passed, eight years have passed, ten years have passed, and basically you're in the same situation you was in before. This time goes on, and something has to be done to break this cycle. Something has yes, to be does. done yes, to yes. break this cycle. Brother Dane, we have uh, our come down here several times. Uh, Mr. Sweeney is my mentor, so I've been down here several times. But today is very exciting because our new pastor for First Free Will Baptist Church came down today with his son, and he invited the members. So we got about 10 or 11 members from First Free Will Baptist Church of Duncanville come down today to help uh, prepare the meals and feed the hungry. They were very excited. And so we're excited to be here, and I'm just truly excited that the members of my church came down to help and to work with Viney's uh, Place. So it's very exciting. Well, thank you, Beverly. Thank you. I noticed you're going to be busy here in a little while, but so thank you very much. Now, you have a, a number of members down here. We pray that they enjoyed and they remember this experience, and they look forward to coming back. Yeah. You know, this is a, something we've been doing a number of years, but it's always like the first time when I'm doing it. Yeah. I always get excited, you know, regardless of how often that you in the in the presence of God, you should always be excited. That's so I'm right. excited about what God is doing. And thank you and the church for your support and your labor and love. Thank you. Thank uh, you so okay. much. Well, God bless you. Go That's ahead right. and we'll talk thank with you later. All right. Brother Daniels, uh, that was Beverly Beatley with Granny Place Ministry. She was sharing about her experience. And, you know, time go by so fast, and I forgot that she had been down here once before. So Amen. Yeah. And as she said, she has 11, 11 of her faithful members, and they're all in the kitchen. They're working hard. And so what we do, we want to utilize all of them, and we're going to care about getting us some more guests here in a minute. We're going to try to get a couple of the residents. And so hey, man, you, 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 didn't, you wouldn't hear about how I built you up this while ago, did you, Reverend Lewis? Uh, no, I didn't, Brother Daniel. I was. I kind of gave, gave, gave my, I gave my ter- private testimony about you, uh, that I'm, I'm very proud of what you're doing. And, I, and as I told the listening audience, to me, it's like a never-ending, you know, uh, mission that you do from the time you get up in the morning to the time you go to sleep at night. That I see you on nonstop most of the time on the on the run from from day one all the way till Sunday morning. Are uh, you something to eat? You still going off on these little places and you you witnessing the people? You going to some of the the, the the uh, 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 juvenile system, and you going down to the uh, the live club, you know, places and stuff. And I basically, I said, man, what does he get the energy to do something that you're doing? But then I said before, it's, just, it's all about God. 
you know, and God and, and gives you the strength to keep on because he knows that, Reverend Lewis, what you're doing is real grateful for what you're doing to help these people. And, and that's so true, you know, Brother Rick. I'm glad you said it's all about God. You know, I'm amazed it's all about God. God. Is, is using me and the people around me. It ain't just me, man. It's people like yourself. You know, in Hebrews said that being surrounded by such great a cloud of witnesses, we choose to lay it down every weight and sin that so easily beset. Sometimes just being slowful is a sin. Sometimes being lazy is a sin. But if I could see you doing something, it allow me to do something. You know, I can lay mm-hmm. down every weight and sin that surrounds us because we're surrounded by such a greater cloud of witness. I thank you, man, for coming in, you know, like Saturday morning, and I shared with you earlier, Saturday morning to me is like me time, my time, my personal time. I've been work, doing stuff all week. I just want me. But you're willing to share your time with me, man. Oh, that's awesome, man. For you to get up Amen. on Saturday morning, man, to do something like yeah, this. Yeah, straight hard sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Some people ain't going to even want to hear it. Some people say, why are you doing it? Ain't nobody listening. But so what? you doing yeah. it to God. God listens. He writing it in yeah. there. This is in the archives of heaven, man. So we're going to play back. Yeah, you know what? You know, yeah. You know, he's going to play this back. So, wow, I remember that we were still in this. You know, I didn't know you heard that because I heard everything you were doing that day. Yeah, that's what I told somebody I know that I was witness to one of these uh, 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 a person uh, last week over where I live at. I told him that God made the first DVD machine. (laughs) You know, he's got the DVD machine. You know what I'm saying? He's recording everything you're doing. You know, ain't nothing hidden from God. He knows, he can basically, what's going to happen, he's going to play it back to you. (laughs) Play it back to you. Rewind and show you what you did and what you didn't do and what you should have done. You know? Yeah. And so, you know, uh, a lot of people, they don't know how big or how serious it is. Uh, uh, winning souls and, and finding finding Jesus Christ in your life, you know, it's just morning, just getting up every morning and and and, why, and cutting on the TV set or whatever you're doing, you know, uh, it's something you have to be hold yourself accountable for, you know. Reverend Lewis, find somebody you can talk to today. You know what I'm saying? Brother Daniel, I got somebody right here, sir. Your, your prayers have been asked. We have Robert here, and Robert is gracious. Has been gracious enough to lend his voice to our program. And Robert just want to say hello to our listening audience. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, brother. You know, I'm excited to be down here. I'm uh, excited about the labor of love and the kindness stuff. My, I went to a program similar to this. See, but I was stubborn. I walked out, man. I admire people that say, man, that's in the program, brother. I admire that. I wish that was me. But guess what? God still uses me. God can definitely use you. The next voice you'll hear will be Robert. Yeah, yeah praise God. Uh, God brought me out of a horrible, horrible addiction to cocaine. Uh, May the 12th, 2006, I accepted Christ as my Savior, and uh, he immediately took the desire to do cocaine away from me. I had a $500 a day habit, and my God, God is good. Uh, I haven't stuck a needle in my arm since May the 12th, 2006, and to God be the glory for that. All right. Go and I also went back to school, and I've obtained an associate's degree in theology. Oh, amen. God, amen. God, amen. God, That's wonderful. And, and, and be uh, 
be part of the mission. You know, we've all been called to the ministry, and uh, I've been struggling with finding a way to implement that into my life. And, and uh, I know that God's going to open a door for me because Satan can't come back and haunt me with the past now uh, and make me feel unworthy. I know I'm worthy through Christ Jesus, and uh, uh, I'm moving forward, and, I'm, and as Paul said, I'm pressing toward the goal. And uh, uh, that being said, I'll leave you with some scripture. Uh, Titus 2.11-13 says, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And he is wonderful, people. Amen. God bless you, Robert. You know what? I want to show you something before you go. Do you ever seen anything like this here? Do you know what that is? Yes, I do. I, 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 I hold fast to that because it reminds me of me. And as you were sharing, that's true. I said, we got to let go of those things, you know. Yeah. This, this is things that God grant me the serenity to accept yes, the, the things, things I cannot change. change. The courage to change the things I can't. And, and the, the wisdom, wisdom to know the, the difference. difference. Oh, man, hey, 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 we have a hallelujah time. Yes, <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for lending your voice to us. And God is truly a mighty God. Yes, he is. All right, God yes. bless you. God. He will change you if you let him. Yes, he will. We're going to talk again offline, yes, okay? Sir, we are. All right, God bless you. Oh, man, what a great interview that we had. That was Robert, okay. What a great interview that we had. Hey, man, you know, being him had that kindred spirit there. And he said, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Brother Daniel, there's some things we can't change. Yeah, man. Yeah, things you can't change. You're going to have to let Jesus change them for you. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it is. Hey, Brother Daniel, won't you go ahead and fill in the the gap for me and let me get another guest, okay? All right. All right, go ahead, and I'll be with you shortly. I'm going to get another guest. All right. So, as I was talking before, you know, the, the... subject of being addicted. What are some of the things that human beings uh, find themselves addicted to? Uh, Some people are addicted to uh, sex. Some people are uh, addicted to drugs. Some people are addicted to eating. Anything you put before God, I think, this is called a addiction. Before anything you do, and you basically you keep you from the love of, of Jesus Christ, it could be considered as being an addiction. You know, and a lot of human beings, we are we are selfish because number one, the flesh is. Is no good. No matter what you say, or no matter what you do, there's nothing good in the carnal man. We are all weak and and fleshly without Jesus Christ. So, as I said before, anything you try to do on your own without asking God to help you, most of the time you won't succeed. Me, and you go. Running yourself around in purpose, 
trying to make things work. Running over here, trying to find this. I got this new technique that I can use in order to do this. I got this technique to do this. I got this to do that. But it's all about Jesus. You cannot do things on your own. You cannot help yourself on your own. I know some people that basically who saying I'll go these these uh five steps. And they go right back around and circle again and relapse again. Because basically they're all trying to do it on their own. Uh, as you said before, my wife, she is a big testimony that says she didn't even try to have to go through it herself. She just asked God to come into her life and change her. And that was 10 and 12 years ago. You can do it. You can do it if you just commit yourself. And as I've been going through, you know, the ministry of meeting a lot of people on the street. The main thing that they tell us that I really want help. I don't know where to go. I don't know who to to console with. I don't know who to talk to. I don't know what to do. And as I said before, you have to basically Control yourself and just give in. Stop trying to fight it and think you can do it on your own. And you know, before I say a lot of people and we want a lot of people on the street, they know scripture. Some of them know scripture better than you know it. They, 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 they've been there before. They can count. They can, they, can, they can go through the ministers. They can go through the scriptures. They know scripture, 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 some of them. And then they'll try to catch you and see if you really know. And then that's what Satan do. Yeah, amen. Hello. How you doing today? Hey, man. Yeah, we have another guest here. We have uh, the pastor first. Who you got today? This is first time being here. And we want to thank you Amen. for being part of what we're doing. We're praying this be a long and fruitful journey and mission that we're on. We're looking forward to us continuing to do this thing. In a few hours, or less than an hour, we should have this young man from the juvenile department. I'd like to introduce you to those group of guys. Okay. And, and maybe they get to come over to your church sometime. They allow those Good. guys to have outings, and they allow me to select churches to go to. So we'll definitely have you on that roster. All right. So the next boys you're here will be Pastor Kevin. Good morning. Good morning. I'm Pastor Good morning. Kevin. Uh, from How are you doing, Pastor Kevin? I'm doing real well. It's a pleasure to be here. And uh, it's the first time uh, that I've had to be here at Dallas Life. And uh, it looks like a, a great program that you guys have here, good ministry. Um, and we're so thankful and happy to be able to, to help and contribute this morning for what you're doing uh, for these families in need in our community. And God bless you guys. Amen. Thank you, brother. Thank you for for, for giving me in for. You haven't been in Dallas very long. You, you haven't been in Dallas very long, have you? No, I've only been here since April, so I'm still finding my way around. Is this the first uh, uh, facility you've been in? No, uh, I came from Kansas City, and uh, we worked up there with uh, City Union Mission quite a bit. Our church uh, served there just about every month. But this is the first time I've been able to help here in Dallas. Okay, okay. Now, would you be comfortable maybe uh, once you get to know the facility and get to look around and uh, uh, have someone to come down here? Because we realize we can't pay for a lot of expenses that people need. Right. You know, roof over their head, food, uh, just get back in a relationship with God and man. 
Sure. So, sure. you know, as you look around here, the living arrangement, uh, you know, for the eating, you know, the, uh, the cafeteria looks good, doesn't it? Yeah, the only thing I've seen so far is the cafeteria, but uh, um, I'm real impressed, and I wouldn't have any problems referring anybody to you guys and uh, letting them know that this is a good place they can come and get some help. All right, that's great. Well, thank you very much. I know you're real busy. Thank you for when you got to see how many of uh, numbers you have out this morning. I think we've got ten children here okay, this morning, great. something like that, maybe a little more. Okay. But um, we're very glad to be here, and I got to get back to pulling some chicken. Yes, you do. All right, God bless, well, God bless you. Thank you for that interview. That was a great interview that we had that with Pastor Kevin, the first we were about to church. We want to thank God for him coming down and, and sharing uh, his time and his voice with our uh, with our program. Now, Brother Daniel. Hey, man, how you doing? You still there? I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm still here. I'm going to go. I'm going to uh, see if I get up some more about it. We're taking some pictures right now. Man, everything's coming along mm-hmm. well here. Everything's coming along well. We're getting the sausages and stuff already and the links, and we got the desserts and stuff, and so we're doing good. We got some ice cream that we're going to have available, and so mm-hmm. well, everything is going well. Everything's going well. Uh now, Brother Daniel, now you do something similar to uh, to what I'm doing at this time, and you're doing it uh, as often as possible. Could you tell us about how that came about and uh, and what you uh, uh, and what joy it is for you and your family and ministry team to do, uh, do something like that? Well, what happened was that uh, with me and my wife, as we had been out, we had going out downtown and. And she had a she had a, a a vision that she wanted to try to help the women and the children um, basically find help and um, help in ministry and food compliments and basically help the people that have um, drug addiction problems uh, most. Mostly, uh, women and children mostly get overlooked because most of the time, like a lot of people, really don't want to admit that you know I got a problem. You know, uh, most women, most they don't want to you know go to these different these uh, different uh, entities and try to find help. And most of the time, when you wind up on the street with a kid or with with children, and most of the time. They don't have most people and ask them for help, you know, you know. And I think I had a, I had a, I had a survey that said mostly it's a lot of people that's really that's homeless that really they live out in the, in the centers at the same time they go to school they don't have good clothes, or don't have good food. Mostly they they're getting you know get uh get without. You know, and you know, and I think really it should be somebody that ought to help these people. What do you think, bro? I, I, and, and that's so true, though, brothers. And you know what? When people are going through situations like that, everybody's situation is different. So we have to pray for them and encourage them through the Word of God. And Robert was sharing how he was addicted and how he it, and how it took him a while to come out of that addiction. But once he looked back over his life. He see that God used what the devil meant for evil. He turned around for good, and so that's what we have to think about. You know, I think about my time, my trials and tribulations. 
and look where I am now. Look where the patience I have with someone. When people don't want to go, I say, that's okay, that was me. When they talk bad, I say, okay, that was me. When they just being stubborn, I say, okay, that was me. But God didn't give up on me. And in turn, I have to to learn to let some things go. I know I go down to the jail, to the Hutchinson State Jail. I say, let go and let God. I'm talking to myself, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right, Rem Lewis. Sometimes you're gonna have to let God do it. You know, you try to do things on. I've been Sarah talking about that all morning. You know, you just things you just can't do on yourself. You just have to let go and let God take care of them. You know, uh, some people worry themselves. To, you know, to death trying to do things. You know, uh, you know. Right now, I got this. I got this. Um, I got this project, Reverend Lewis, that I want to do, man. You know, but you know, I don't, I don't have the resources right now to do it. But I'm believing in God that God's gonna make everything just, just come together in the next three weeks. And if I be able to do this project, and I be able to, uh, 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 you know what I'm talking about, then, Reverend. You know what I'm trying. You know, we already talked about it. It's just, you know, and you one of the main stars I'm gonna put in it. You know. I need you to. I, I need you to be ready for it. I just be happy just to be a part of that story, not the main star, but just be a part yeah. of it. I think. So yeah, yeah, yeah but, but you, you, uh, you, you. You remember Gladys Knight? I need you. Had the song. It said, uh, uh, "If I had a story to tell, you'll be a, in every line, or every part of it." And that's what we want with God. We want God to write His story, and us to be in the line in, in it. You know. And I recall what Jesus told Peter. He said, Peter, when you are restored, you're the strength of your brother. And, you know, brother, mm. Danny, this is strengthening people right now. Just like me and you talking about how good God is. Somebody's going to hear this, man. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I can give you last week. Uh, I was at this. Uh, okay, hey, we got another guest you know, coming on here. So just, just hold that thought there. We got another guest. Come on in here, sir. We got another guest. He's one of the volunteers from. Uh, First Free Will Baptist Church here. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank you for what you're doing. We're doing our weekly internet broadcast free on the inside on Blog Talk Radio. And thank you. We'd just like you to lend your voice our program to encourage someone else to be strong and be committed and steadfast in the Lord. Introduce yourself and tell us about your experience here at Dallas Life. My name is Dr. Walters. uh, My experience here at Dallas Life, well, it's just a just a blessing to look out and around you and see so many people in the community just willing to just give of themselves, and not only give of themselves, but to uh, just be a light to the rest of the world and let them know that there's someone out there that care and that Jesus is alive and well. Yes, he is just alive and well. Now, 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 uh, you know, uh, have you ever seen this facility that you passing by, you doing your daily activities? Have you ever noticed that was like? Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, just my church and uh, some other members who have been involved with this, and uh, they needed volunteers today, and I was one of the ones that volunteered. Well, thank you very much. You know, the meal that we fix is we're uh, fixing a meal for 300 residents today, more or less, and everything that we're doing, we actually supplying the field to your church and other volunteers. So thank you. Thank you, thank you. And, you know, facility like this, they do it every day. We do it only one time. Oh, man, that's, think about it. There's nothing wrong with that, ain't it? Seriously. We do something only once a year, and they do it every day. 365 mm. days, three times a day. 
300 people a day. That's on a normal day. The holiday coming up, you get more. And so that's, a, you know, that's kind of what love we have. We should cast a lot with other people in other organizations that are doing this. So that's Christian work. That is. That's showing the love of God right there. Yes. All right. Well, God bless you, brother. Thank you so much, sir, for being, doing what you're doing. I see that you all suited up. You geared up. Now, you know, they, we have a great menu today, so thank you. To, and, you know, uh, as the people come through, a uh, smile and a hello always goes a long way. Yes, you know, because you see they smile will light up as they see the hand of God. You know, no one has ever seen God any time, but we see God through people. That's right. Like I said before, we are light to someone, and uh, as the word says, we should reach out and help the less fortunate. That's it. So God bless you, though, Barbara. Enjoy your uh, your time here, and we'll talk again. All right. God bless you. We uh we just finished that with Mr. Arthur there, Amen, brother Daniel. That was another interview that we had. We got another young man coming up here in a few minutes. There, we're having a great time in the Lord, Amen. Amen. We got brother Bob is coming up here. Good morning, brother Bob. Brother Bob, you wearing that shirt there? I love my church. Oh, bless you, brother Bob. I saw you. You was you and Billy were the first two people I saw this morning. And you were smiling, and you still smiling. God bless you, there, Brother Bob. Brother Bob, I'm on the Internet, and I'd just like for you to lend your voice to this program to make it what it is today. So the next voice you'll hear will be Brother Bob. Well, I'm new to this program, and I don't know too much about it, but what I know, it looks like a great situation taking place. And I really do appreciate the help of poor people and you. And that's so true. Thank you, thank you. And you know what? Those are some powerful words there because we all are poor. If you're headed for Christ Jesus, we're rich in Christ Jesus. That's right. He says that when you are restored, you're the strength of your brother. I love that. I love that because I was messed up. You were messed up. We all was messed up. I was really messed up. I was 27 years old when I got saved. Yeah. And I've done just about anything anybody else has done. And boy, he changed my life. Mm -hmm. He said, therefore, for man being Christ, he's a new Christian. Old things have passed away. I, I mm. see those old things gone. But I didn't like to gamble anymore. I didn't cuss anymore. I didn't tell dirty jokes. You know, just it's just a real blessing to be a Christian. That is, that is, that is. And you know, Bob, the way the times are, and and and, and a lot of times people don't uh, they don't let lost hope seem like in Christ Jesus. Yeah. But, the, but he's still around. He's still, he's still there. Yeah. He said he would never leave us to yeah. Yeah. If there's any forsaken, it's on our yeah. part. And, and, you know, and, and I do a lot of different ministries. I go to the jail. I go to prison. I do street. And no matter where you go, David said it so plainly. Where can I go to flee from the front of the Lord? You yeah. was 27 years old, and he's the same God that you encountered way back then. Way back then. That was, that was a long time ago. And he changes now. Brother Bob, thank you for coming out. We pray you enjoy what's going on, and we're gonna start having some residents gonna come through here, and then you'll get to see the residents. And they well, they, they bring them in stages. We have the senior citizens that come in. They call overcomers, and then we have the uh, dis- people with disability. Then they bring in the families, and they bring in the uh, the single men, and they bring in the single women. And you'll see in different stages, and you give an opportunity to give them a smile and maybe a hello. Well, I'm not a senior citizen. I'm only 90 years old. <laughs> oh, man. Well, God bless you. God bless you, Brother uh, brother Ricky. That was Brother Bob there. 
And we thank him for lending his voice to the program. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and so, God, so we just have first Free Will Baptist Church here today. And that's the only church that's with us now. But we got a lot of people that support what we're doing. Uh, Shady Grove may come in the house in a little bit. Uh, the Juvenile Center may show up. And here's my wife. She's going to lend her voice to the program. Good morning, Sister Lewis. Hey, good morning, Mr. Lewis. How are you today? How are you doing back there? Everything is running very smoothly and happily, and it's just going good. I got a good crew, and we all having fun doing what we do. Okay, okay, and uh, everything's going to look well. I see you got, uh, you got, the, got the bread and the coleslaw already ready. Uh, they put it out. I uh, wanted to heat it up, but they said, we, you know, we could serve it like that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah, but... Uh, it's a blessing to have such good volunteers out this morning from the First Free Will Baptist Church. Um, and Beverly Beasley is here with uh, Granny's Place. Uh, and we're just having a good time in the kitchen. So uh, did you tell them about the menu thing? Okay, today we're having rotisserie chicken. We're having uh, links with barbecue sauce. We're having coleslaw. And we're having baked beans and a host of desserts, uh, chocolate cake, and some cookies donated by Mr. Gibson. And we just got everything that we need. Everybody's so happy and loving and helpful today. So we just thank God for it. So uh, hope everybody enjoys it. And it is truly a pleasure to serve the tenants at the Dallas Life. We've been doing this for a number of years now, and it just brings joy to our heart to be able to give back to the community, to help some kind of way. And we're praying and hoping that um, we can uh, minister to someone and help them continue to uh, on their journey as they go uh, through the program at Dallas Life. And also be mindful that Dallas Life is in need of volunteers. They need volunteer mentors for the women that are in the program. They need people to tutor the children during school time. They need people to separate clothes and hang up clothes and just do uh, lots of things down here. So Dallas Life needs you. Come on down. We love you and have a great day. All right. Here we go. I'm I'm finished. Come on in. <laughs> so, uh, well, uh, Minister Lewis uh, talks to someone else who will be taking over. Uh, here he is right now. Thank you, that Sister Lewis. Well, what a beautiful uh, dinner and meal we have. Now we have Anne, and she's one of the volunteers from First Free Will Baptist Church, and we want she's gonna lend her voice, her voice to the program. Good morning, Annie. Good morning. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine, and what a joy it is to be here and mix and mingle with such wonderful people. We have 11 volunteers from Duncanville today. We're having a ball, and when we get finished here, we're going to the farmer's market and uh, get full of whatever they're giving away. So anyway, uh, anytime that you need to volunteer and feel love for other people, what a joy it is to come and mix and mingle with our friends in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And you said enough. I don't think I have to ask you anything. Now, have you ever uh, did this before? Never in my life, and I'm 83 years old. Oh, isn't God good? It's still a thing that God is revealing to us. Even. When we I never heard food, I just got my hands digging in that food. It's getting ready. I've already the chickens going, 
I just did a cream sauce and some soup, and now I'm fixing to go toss the salad. Okay, oh. so. Have a great day. This is so much fun. Well, God bless you. We do this once a year, but this facility does it every day. Yes, I know they and do. they do it uh, 365 times. And, you know, uh, I think it is joy just for us to do it one time. Yes. We feed 300 people, but just imagine they're doing it every day. I usually don't get up till 10 o'clock on Saturday, and I was up and had my tennis shoes on at 10 o'clock today. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. You know, I always think about Saturday as being personal time, your time to do what you want, but thank you for spending your time with us. That is right. Down, down and we are, we are so happy. We've got our preacher and his son and uh, all of our uh, volunteers. Yes. You know, a lot of people couldn't come. We have one guy that's 92. And we're letting him just sit around and listen to us talk. Because he just had knee surgery, but he wanted to come. And he's got his free-will Baptist shirt on today. I oh, think that's a blessing. That is, that is. years old. You know, I like that free-will because, it's, uh, you know, Jesus says, who the Son sets free is free indeed. That's right. It's free even indeed. In, even in, in, the, in our twilight of our years. Nothing free but free. Christianity. Woo, that's so isn't that wonderful? That's so isn't true. that wonderful? Well, thank you very much. Well, it's I just enjoyed it. Uh, I tell you what, we're looking forward to talking to you again offline. Well, I'm looking forward to eating. Yes. <laughs> you know what? They're going to start dinner here at about 1030, right? 1030, 11? 1130 today? Oh, 1130. All I right. guess we're a little early then. All right. That's they said good. about 1030. That's okay. I'll give us a chance. Us three will back this week. We dig in. <laughs> well, God bless you, okay? God bless you. Thank uh, you very much. Yes. And, uh, and, and, and thank you for your services oh, that you do here. Well, God bless you. Thank you. Well, that was Dallas yep. is a great town. Yes, it is. Hey, we're looking forward to you coming down again, okay? okay? I don't All right. Don't oh, man, what a great interview that we had that with Ann. Amen. Ann spit a mouthful. I even had to ask her any questions. She like, she's done this here before. Brother Daniel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, brother. Brother we get ready to get out of here. We got about six or seven minutes to go. Okay. And so... And I didn't, hey, they told me dinner was gonna, lunch was going to be at 10.30. They said that at 11.30. So we're going to be way ahead of the game for today. Mm. What time? About 9 o'clock? Yes. Yeah, now it's 10 o'clock now, so we still got another hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so that's okay, though. That's okay. As long as we got the food served and everything set up. Everything. Mm-hmm. Now, Brother Dane, we're getting ready to get on out of here, brother. Thank you, man. You know, we have some, quite a few people this morning on the show that were – Lend a voice to the program, mm-hmm. so it truly was a blessing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, brother Daniel, what are you? Uh, and, and, uh, uh, did you tell you? Did you uh, finish telling us about your uh, about the ministry that you do downtown? What you say now? I said, was you finished telling us about what you're doing downtown with the ministry? Oh yeah, okay. Well, what, what we've been doing, we've been uh, we've been uh, we've been helping the people uh, uh feeding them. We uh, we've been fixing breakfast for them. We've been going around around about I would say about eight o'clock at nine o'clock in the morning, and basically we've been letting them get a cup of coffee, and and uh, we've been having breakfast for them, and then uh. We've been giving clothes. Uh, last week we we bought a couple of them clothes, shirts, and blue jeans, and and a lot of stuff I've been buying from the you know thrift stores and stuff like that. I've been buying. I've been trying to find somebody to basically try to kind of donate a little bit of uh, some you know. Different size people in order for them to have a you know 
change of uh, uh, blue jeans and, and, and pants and later on we have to get ready for for winter time. You know, winter time's coming up pretty soon, and, and uh, the thing that we're doing now is all right being outside when it's warm, but. You know, later on, that hawk come out and get you, you know what I'm saying? And, that, and that's, it, it get cold, you know, and, and it's really it's no joke to be outside when you got you outside when it's 20 degrees and 21 degrees, and one day it might get to be 19 degrees outside. And basically, you have to find somewhere to really to get them and take them in inside, take them off the street and put them inside that, you know, shelter. And a lot of people don't want to do that. They rather see if they can fight it out. If I can just, you know, but it just is. They need help. You know, I'm, you know, we we need we need uh, somebody to help us. You know, right now I'm, we need help. So if anybody that wants to try to donate uh, clothes, uh, food, get in touch with Reverend Lewis and. Uh, let us know that we so that we can help us on Saturday mornings in order to you know feed the homeless. All right. Yeah, yeah, and that is so true, that brother Daniel. And we want to thank you, man, for those comments, man. We're getting ready to wind down here. We got seven minutes left on the program. Well, this time went by fast, didn't it? Mm-hmm. And, 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 Amen. You know, and everything is everything is going well, so. We want to thank everybody for coming out and helping out. We got more than enough help. Uh, and it, it's going to be lovely. It's going to be lovely. Uh, and so I'm, I'm looking back. And I want to again, again, I want to thank the, uh, all the volunteers from uh, Ferris Free Will Baptist Church. I want to thank the volunteers that helped out with the donation of the food, uh, the one that uh, just uh, lifted us up in prayer, the one that just encouraged us to go a little further. And, again, I want to thank you, Brother Daniel. So you are truly a friend of mine and a friend of the program. And so as we get ready to log off here in a few minutes here, I'm just rejoicing in the Lord, man. I am so excited about God. And, you know, I'm so excited about what God's doing. You know what? I'm ready to run a little further, man, to see what God is going to do. What you say? I say I'm ready to go a little further to see what the Lord is going to do. Okay. Amen. Well, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been trying to. Uh, I need you to say a prayer today, Ram Lewis. I'm kind of, I'm kind of out of the day with the, you know, I can't find, a, I can't find anything to say. But you out there, I feel kind of like I didn't go through what God told me to do today. So I need you today. I need you to to, to say a prayer while you're down there right now, Ram Lewis. I need you to. Oh. Uh, I, Speak I to sure the people, All right, we're going to go ahead and have a word of prayer, and then we're going to end this program. Gracious and heavenly right. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you. We thank you, dear Lord. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you for this opportunity, dear Lord. We thank you, dear Lord, for working through uh, sinful means, dear Lord, for divine purpose. Dear Lord, we all have fallen short to the glory of God, Lord, but you're still able to use us, dear Lord. We thank you for this opportunity, dear Lord, to share the love of Jesus to our brothers and sisters that's down here at Dallas Life. We thank you, dear Lord, for the volunteers that let go of their own desire and their passion for this time, dear Lord, 
to meet the needs of someone else. We thank you, dear Lord, for the resources that came from the north, south, east, and west. We thank you for the ground that have been written on behalf of your people, dear Lord. Dear Lord, we couldn't thank you enough, dear Lord, for all the things that you have done. We thank you for uh, giving us this opportunity to be on the Internet to share to share your word to a dying world, dear Lord, that God is able, dear Lord. We thank you, dear Lord, how you continue to keep the doors open, dear Lord, how you continue to reveal yourself. We heard from volunteers today, dear Lord. Some young man, Bob, was 90 years old, and he said that God had never forsaken him. When he first encountered God and when he was a young man, and he said that's the same God that serves that he's serving today. We met a young lady that said that that's her first time being in the twilight of her years, and she had never experienced nothing like this. God, you, thank you, dear Lord, for continuing to reveal yourself to us, dear Lord. So regardless of how old we are, regardless of the situation we're in, you always make yourself known to us. Precious Lord, our God, we pray for all the relatives out here at Dallas Life. We pray that you anoint them, dear Lord, with wisdom, dear Lord. Lord, that they made a wise choice, dear Lord. We pray, dear Lord, that you anointed them, dear Lord, with, stay, uh, with staying power, dear Lord, with that Deuteronomy power, dear Lord, with that power, dear Lord, that says, for Christ I live, for Christ I die. We pray, dear Lord, that they surround themselves with wise and godly counsel in the name of Jesus, dear Lord. We pray, dear Lord, that what they're doing at this time is making a difference in their lives and their family life. As we said from time to time, help change your life. Lord, what the volunteers are doing is changing life. What Brother Daniel is doing is changing life. What all those that profess in Christ Jesus is changing life. Dear Lord, thank you. Dear Lord, we lift up Brother Daniel and his family to you, dear Lord. As Brother Daniel has been on the battlefield, dear Lord, uh, we know, dear Lord, it's not by his power nor by his might, but through the grace and the will of God. Dear Lord, we ask you to put a hedge of protection around him and his family, dear Lord. Keep him at perfect peace. Don't let the enemy destroy what you have started. In the name of Jesus, dear Lord, let no weapon formed against him to prosper in the name of Jesus. Give him the resources that he needs, dear Lord. He said that he have a desire to close, man, physically and spiritually, dear Lord. Give him what he needs on this side of heaven, dear Lord, to meet that need and let him give Christ the glory. Dear Lord, we need, uh, uh, give him the desire, dear Lord, to, uh, to uh, still do what he needs to do. Give him the desire to uh, 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 to uh, be able to uh, support the needs, dear Lord, strengthen his wife, dear Lord. Give his wife that mindset that for uh, 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 that uh, the, uh, follow her husband, that he's the head of the house. Let them be two. Uh, uh, one, uh, let them be two in Christ Jesus, dear Lord. Let them bind together, dear Lord, to fight off the wild of them. Let them go in the same direction in the name of Jesus. Dear Lord, we pray for health, wisdom, dear Lord. Give, a, give them health, give them wisdom, dear Lord. Give them uh, the ability to stay on this battlefield. We pray these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, my brother. You're listening to another great episode of Freely Inside. We're here at Dallas Life Foundation doing our annual luncheon, feeding the multitude. We thank God for that opportunity. We thank God for the volunteers from First Free Will Baptist Church. Uh, and from my church, the Gold Baptist Church, and also from the Trail Juvenile Center. Thank you very much. God bless each and every one of you for listening. Until, we, uh, meet, until we're able to meet you again on this program, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. And God get the glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I should drive now to be free on the inside.
Amen. God bless you. Till we meet again.